Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm ready! Alrighty then. What is up, my millennial fam? Giacomo Thalay here with another installment of Believe in Millennial Nostalgia. Now, if you're like me, you were a diehard Pokemon fan growing up. Pokemon, gotta catch you and me. I know it's my destiny. And one of the most iconic games, and I've talked about this on a previous episode, um, was Pokemon Snap. All you need is Pokemon Snap, the first Pokemon game for N64. Find them, frame them, and shoot. Pokemon Snap was a game for the Nintendo 64, and the, the basic premise of it was you go around on this beautiful island. There, was, there were several beautiful islands that you would go to, and you're equipped with a camera, and your goal is only to take the most beautiful pictures of Pokemon that you can take. And me as a videographer and photographer, as a kid, that was my sh- I loved Pokemon Snap. Now, you could think of it as being somewhat mundane by today's video game standards, but back then, uh, this game came out before Pokemon Stadium. This was our introduction to Pokemon in a three-dimensional world. Before that, we only had the anime TV show on Kids WB to watch and the classic Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. This in our eyes, was revolutionary. Not only could we see Pokemon exist in a three-dimensional space, but now we're taking pictures of them? My favorite thing to do in this game was to throw an apple onto a surfboard and wait for Pikachu to go on there and pretend like he was hanging 10. That, for me, was awesome. And the reason I'm bringing up Pokemon Snap today is because earlier this morning, Nintendo announced a brand new Pokemon Snap game for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, after over 20 years, Pokemon Snap is finally getting a sequel. From the looks of the trailer that I saw today, it looks like they're keeping the spirit of the original completely intact. Granted, there's been quite a lot of Pokemon added to the roster since the first Pokemon Snap game, so I don't know who the hell half of these people are in the trailer, but you got your classics. You got your Blastoise. There's a part where a Pidgeotto is like picking up a Magikarp and of course, Pikachu. You can't have a Pokemon Snap sequel reveal without showing Pikachu with his classic Apple. The trailer that I saw was running like in 60 frames per second. It looks gorgeous. It looks like some of the better graphics I've seen so far on the Nintendo Switch. Now, we don't really have a release date for this yet, but I'm personally super hyped for this game. And yeah, it, call it the nostalgia bug that's biting me, but this kind of also happened to me last week um, with the whole PlayStation 5 reveal. I was personally more of a PlayStation kid than a Nintendo kid growing up. Um, I got the Nintendo a little bit later on. But the PlayStation, that was my first console. And one of the earliest games that I remember playing for it was Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. 
Abe's Odyssey was a two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer that did have some 3D elements in it. And for me, I always thought it was fun. It was like a nice puzzle game where you're playing as this alien named Abe, and he's going around trying to liberate his friends. They're all pawns at this meat processing factory, and he finds out that they're all going to get slaughtered. That's me. My name is Abe. I was employee of the year. Now I'm dead meat. I just had to escape. I just had to be free. And I didn't even know I had a destiny. So he goes from area to area, liberating all of his friends. And it's fun. It's it's a fun game. It, I think this was my first introduction to like puzzle games. But last week during the PS5 reveal, they dropped a trailer for a brand new Oddworld game. It's called Oddworld Soulstorm. You may have escaped the murderous blades, but the fate of your entire people is up to you. Personally, watching this trailer, I got all the nostalgic feels right back. It looks like it has a very similar gameplay style to the original Oddworld. But the cool thing about it is it's on the PS5. The PS5 is running top level graphics. So now you have this side scrolling platformer, but with these 3D elements that just really make the scene and the characters pop. The cutscenes in the trailer alone make me wish that they make a movie out of this because it looks amazing. The detail on like Abe's skin is so photorealistic now. I remember where it was just like a little alien jumping from platform to platform. Occasionally he farts and I was a kid so I would laugh at that. Oddworld Soulstorm is poised to be one of the early releases in the PS5 roster um, later this year so Provided I'm able to pick up a PS5 right when they drop, this game is going to be the first one I buy. And the next one, right after that, or probably me buying it at the same time, uh, would be the brand new Spider-Man game, Miles Morales. Your turn. Go be a hero, Miles. Okay, let's do this. Now, the reason I'm bringing this game up is because I'm, I'm seeing a trend here with all these game announcements. These are all games that have history from my past growing up with video games. New Pokemon Snap is a sequel to the original Pokemon Snap. Of course, this new Oddworld games reminds me so much of the original. But this new Spider-Man series that started, you know, two years ago with the Spider-Man game on the PS4, they really remind me a lot of Spider-Man 2, which was on the PS2. the game you have the freedom to go wherever you want whenever you want use amazing new abilities to hop from blacktop to rooftop and save the city one crime at a time 
Spider-Man 2 for the PS2 was, of course, based on the Sam Raimi sequel, Spider-Man 2. And it featured this open-world platform, one that we haven't seen in, like, a licensed product like that. We we didn't see it even in earlier Spider-Man games. I loved it because you could pretty much hit up all of New York City. You could pretty much hit up all of New York City from end to end. You could even go to Ellis Island and swing and hang upon the Statue of Liberty. That's how in-depth and intuitive this game was. And, of course, you had your main missions that you would follow and then, you know, complete the game. But there were always these little side missions that you would go and complete. And one of my favorite missions in the game, I think a lot of people remember this one, is where you're you're playing as Spider-Man, but you're just out and about the city delivering pizzas. And then they play that music. That music has become like a meme since then. I loved it. And it was really cool. It also had like the voice actors from the film in it. And I think many people consider it probably be one of the best licensed games of all time. I don't think that's an argument. Not only is Spider-Man 2 arguably one of the best superhero movies ever made, it also produced one of the best superhero games ever made. Now, I haven't really gotten around to playing a whole lot of Spider-Man for the PS4, but but I have played enough, and from what I gathered, it seems like the original Spider-Man 2 game was a major influence on this game. Uh, again, the, the open world is so massive, and with the PS4 graphics, it looks even better. And, and that quality goes up even more so in the trailer for the Miles Morales spinoff that we're getting on the PS5. I personally love the character of Miles Morales. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is one of my favorite Spider-Man films and one of my favorite superhero films. Miles Morales is half Puerto Rican. I'm half Puerto Rican, so I love seeing that representation in the superhero genre. So I'm really excited to get my hands on the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. And, And probably before that, I might even go back and revisit Spider-Man 2 for the PS2. Just talking about it now makes me want to just stop the podcast and go play. But we got some more stuff to talk about, so I won't do that just yet. Now, the next couple games I'm going to talk about, personally, just forewarning, I didn't really play these ones that much growing up. Um, They just weren't my style, personally, but I know they have massive followings behind them. Gran Turismo was the first major racing franchise for the PlayStation, and it's coming back. Gran Turismo 7 is going to be hitting the PS5 later this year. According to Simon Rudder, who's PlayStation's EVP for Europe, in an interview with The Guardian, he mentions that Gran Turismo 7 is going to, quote, benefit from almost every single technological enhancement, end quote, included in the PS5. And looking at the trailer, I believe it. So again, I didn't really play a lot of Gran Turismo, but when I did, my favorite part of that game was customizing the cars. And that's a part I'm sure tons of fans fondly remember. And they bring that up in the trailer, and it just looks so polished. The driving looks so smooth, and, and the graphics 
it's it's pretty pretty damn photorealistic, especially when you go back and you look at the PS1 graphics, which, by the way, at the time were like mind blowing. That I was like, how did they do that? What what did they do? But but looking back on it now, it's kind of lame. But but seeing the PS5's version of this and all these other game franchises that I'm bringing up, it's amazing. It's it's really fun seeing a new coat of paint put on something that we loved growing up. Another franchise that's benefited from this time and time again and has probably hit its peak with this new one is the Resident Evil franchise. They have a brand new game coming out, Resident Evil 8 Village. They're coming. Who is? I'm not into scary games. I'm a wuss, okay? I hate I hate jump scares. I hate when horror movies just do that for, for no damn reason. I don't like it. So I've never been one to go near a Resident Evil game, but I respect them. I respect them. And this game in particular, I would play this. This looks awesome. The, the one thing that fans are calling out is the appearance of one of the main characters from the Resident Evil franchise, Chris Redfield, because he starts off in the, in the franchise looking one way, and as the years go on and on, he just his appearance and his whole demeanor just completely changes. So I, I see that the internet is talking about this element of the game, even despite the glaring differences in the portrayal of the character. I'm sure Resident Evil fans are all excited about this game. The new Resident Evil game is gonna hit the PS5, the Xbox Series X, and Microsoft Windows sometime in 2021. So those were just some of the nostalgic video game franchises that are making a comeback within the next year or two. Which other ones are you waiting to see? I know personally for me, I would personally love to see PlayStation drop another Crash Bandicoot or for Nintendo to come out with a brand new Mario Kart for the Switch. Uh, but what about you? Reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Millennial Nostalgia Podcast. All one word. And while you're there, go and follow Believe Podcasts at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. Hashtag, do you believe? Do you have a product that you'd like to advertise on Millennial Nostalgia? Go to Believe.com, click on the Advertise tab, and get in touch with our advertising team. We're here every Throwback Thursday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course, on Believe.com. If you have any suggestions for topics you want to hear me talk about, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Or, again, hit me up on Instagram. My name is Giacomo Thalé. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.